Welcome to the Mayor Gonzo Show, featuring the only person to break in and out of prison. The one, the only, Honorary Mayor of Key West, Florida Keys, Mayor Gonzo Mays, appointed not elected. Thank you. Thank you. And welcome to the Mayor Gonzo Show. By virtue of the Florida Keys County Commission Proclamation and the National Enquirer, I'm Mayor Gonzo Mays coming to you live from Key West and the fabulous Florida Keys. Our sponsors for making the Mayor Gonzo Show possible. Destination Florida Keys Key West. That's Florida's number one visitor's guide. The official drink of Key West and the Florida Keys, the Kiki Beach Key Lime Martini, LaFay Cigars, the Key Lime Bakery and Gift Shop on Green Street, and that book responsible for my daughter's higher education, Damn the Carnations, Full Speed Ahead. Our show this week features the music of Trop Rock Music Association Vocalist of the Year and the Song of the Year, Donnie Brewer, and also Rudy Cox, James T. Slater, um, Mac Meadows, Rusty McHugh, and Matt Hogart. Hoggett. Thank you. And that's Harry T. <laughs> Harry T and I have been going back and forth on this. Sorry, Matt. I do love your music. and uh, But we're going to play a song in just a minute. But I want to enjoy this Weed Line Wheat. How are you liking this Weed Line Wheat this it, morning? You know, that that's one of my favorites. But each show we have Weed Line Wheat. I love it. Oh, well, great. and also I like Spearfish Amber. Yeah. I like that, too. And, like, yeah. and the hibiscus. I'm not an IPA person, but the, the wheat beers are so light and delicious. You even can add an orange to it. It's delicious. These this uh, scuba tank of beer each week uh, is provided by the Florida Keys Brewing Company. Special people, and it's actually brewed what within just uh, less than two hundred yards of the studios here at Radio A. Yep. Yeah, that's not a bad place to hold a meeting, is it? <laughs> we need to be broadcasting from there. <laughs> yeah, you know, I might talk to I might talk to my contact there. <clears throat> oh, and, you got them and get it going on. You're the honorary mayor. <laughs> so, Harry, uh, tell us about okay. tell the musician because I'm always in need of, and I know where to find music. But I want to play Trop Rock. I like good storytellers. Yes. And uh, God, Balladeers, there's just a plethora of songs in it that could get it weeded down a little bit. Well, one of the reasons you chose Radio A1A to have your fine show, The Mayor Gonzo Show, is that we are an independent artist programmed station supported uh, by just the folks that write the music. And it's uh, a Trop Rock genre that is very narrow. Uh, and that it must be tropical <laughs> or or music enjoyed by parrot heads and those enjoying the beach lifestyle right right, right. usually and, upbeat yes and our programming on radio a1a which you have kindly chosen to be the uh, music for your show uh, is is highlighted on the trop 40 show which you co-host with me most all the time now and I love that oh thank you I love it too and so do the listeners by the way yeah but good. in that show you're you're uh, exposed to 40 songs every week the only person 
that is not in the top 40 or has been in the top 40 on the show this week's Rusty. And Rusty's uh, uh, unfortunately been... Rusty. Not, Rusty McHugh has unfortunately not been with us for a few years. Yeah, R- Rusty's <laughs> a little rusty. But no, Rusty is a Hall of Fame trop rock musician from the Florabama folks. Yeah. Uh, so your choice of music from the programming of Radio A1A and the Trop 40 and then Rusty McHugh, a, you know, a, a hero to all trop rockers, Thank you so much. It, it it makes for a very positive show, doesn't it? It sure does. Anyway, so let's, yes, and it does make for a positive show, and I just love Rusty. So, you know, and Millie, if you're out there listening, God bless. Anyway, so if everybody can make their Kiki Beach, now we're going to finish our uh, Weed Line Weed, our scuba tank. And, uh, yes, it's actually a scuba tank, a mini scuba tank, about the half size of a large scuba tank, and full of beer, and it's a lot of fun to drink. Yes, it is. It's very tasty, too. So that's the Florida Keys Brewing Company in Isla Mirada. So we're going to do the Kiki Beach uh, Key Lime Pie Cream Liqueur Martini. I think it's time. At the end, though, but as a dessert. Is that right? So it's beer now and then dessert. Beer. And a, dessert in a glass that'll kick your ass. Dessert in a glass that'll kick your ass. That's right. qu- Those are quotes, by the way, around yeah. that. So you, by now, you should know the, the uh, ingredients and... Mm-hmm. You know, should I make the drink today or no? I, I just uh, it's online. The the recipe yeah. is we've got so much so much has happened, Mayor, in the past week. Uh, we need to bring everybody up to date, don't we? Absolutely. Okay. So, we're, but where do we start? Why don't you start by playing a song? How about at the, how about I start at the beginning? How about I start about a quarter of the way through? Gosh, I've got so much paperwork. You're looking at me, and I'm going. Ah. Wow, but that's that's a live show, and you do it so well. Let me see. It's Matt Hoggart. Oh, oh my gosh. No, wait a minute. No, it's Hoggart. <laughs> Come as you are, Beach, Beach Bar. Isn't he from your part of the world? He is. He's he's actually a detective and a police officer in uh, Pascagoula or Goche. I think it's Goche, which is right next door to one another, which is Jim, where Jimmy Buffett's uh, grandparents were uh, were from, where they lived. The captain, right? and, the, captain and the kid, oh. where my bar was, the Key West Bar and Grill in Pascagoula. So I think Matt has been in the bar a few times. He's also played at a place called the Tiki in Goche, Mississippi. I which remember is the a Tiki, major famous place in Goche. I remember the Tiki, but more famous than that was the was the was the Key West Bar and Grill oh, yeah. on on Market Street. Oh, wow! So it's still there, actually. Well, is was it a come as you are beach bar? It is a it was a come as you are beach was a come as you are beach bar. Even well, though it still stands, the shotgun block building still stands. Oh. Well, yeah, kind of a cool place. So Jimmy Buffett got to start. Let's listen to Matt Hogat. Hogart. <laughs> Hoggett. Hoggett. Matt's going to kill me. You got all of them, though. You yeah. got one of come, them right. Come as you are. I got one syllable right. Come as you are, Beach Bar. Get the wheels turning for a late night world. 
Mr. Opinion is preaching to a crowd. They pretend to listen, but they just get loud. Smack in the middle of the whole three rings, an old country boy stands up and sings. Yeah, they come from near and far for the laid-back music on a box guitar. Yeah, it's always nice, a little place sitting in paradise. Yeah, it's a real good time. Only thing you can't do is hang around. To these sponsors, you come be gifts. Florida Bay Brewing Company, Hooked on Books. And this part of our show features... Well, we're going to do something a little different. It doesn't quite feature, but it is featuring. And we're going to talk about Ken and Heather Settlemeyer's Habitat House Concerts. Yes, the Mayor Gonzo Show goes on the road. Oh, yeah. Goody, goody, goody. I'm looking forward to Bradenton, Florida. Awesome. And you, ma'am, are going to be able to open. Our, your show will be live on Wednesday, October the 25th. Yes. From the Habitat House Concert there. Well, that's right. We will be live there. And tell everybody Excellent. who's coming on stage right after your show. Scott Kirk. 
Kirby. And? The magnificent and wonderful Scott Kirby. <laughs> and? And he plays where? He plays where? Not Jimmy Buffett, huh? He plays at the Smoke and Tuna Saloon, which is your office. That's Scott Kirby. Yes. Yes. He plays at my office, yes, at the Smoke and Tuna Saloon. Yes. He also owns part of it. He's one of the owners. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, you said he plays at. And he owns, and he is going to be playing at the yes, Habitat he after your show. That's going to be fun to see Scott up there at, um, you know, in Bradenton yeah. for the evening. I guess this is an evening thing, right? In the afternoon, late afternoon? Well, you know, they're doing it special this time on a Wednesday night, which oh. is the actual time of your show, 6, 6 p.m. Of course, you just our show just started at 6 p.m. tonight, Wednesday night. And that live uh, broadcast and production will, will happen right there before their normal, normal start time of 6.30 to 7. They'll, uh, Scott will come on then. And, but they normally do Saturday night house concert events I see. as their normal I, I think. see but, but the following weekend is what it kicks off meeting of the month meeting of the month and follow the flock and lots of other concerts so they're doing something very unique well, on that's Wednesday on Wednesday so is this their first Wednesday to do something on I am not sure but I'm going to tell you what great people, right? Yeah. To open up their homes to the trop rock music, well, you from, know, artists. From a produ- production perspective, when they, uh, when Ken does so much to provide the ease of connection to get the best sound mm-hmm. and the best, uh, you know, equalization. How can I say that the the whole thing sounds so much better uh, when you use someone that has an established and and uh, permanent sound system. In their home. In the home. Wow. He's got a new stage with new lighting. We, I am so excited. I've seen pictures, but mm-hmm. I'm so excited to see it. Yeah. And especially with that Mayor Gonzo maze there. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, thank you, Harry. That's kind of sweet of you. Well, no, it's, I can tell the excitement that Ken and Heather have had to really? have the honorary mayor in their Oh, home. that's so sweet. Well, I'm just as excited then. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Really, I am. Yeah, well, what do you plan special for that show? Do you have anything? Well, I do. I want to play. I'm going to play some, pull up some Scott Kirby music. Or will I just be interviewing Scott Kirby and just, you know, having the music live? Yeah. You'll... you'll be introducing this is a really good point what will you be doing uh, you'll be doing all the above that you just said but you'll also be presenting the house concert concept to mm-hmm. everyone out there that may want to hear what Ken and Heather have to say about their venue and how they came didn't up with aren't they like weren't they like the very first no. ha- habitat no they're not they I'm not exactly to, sure of they the, were the first ones to receive an award for their house concerts no that's no? not no the, the yard has been the that's award right, winner the yard. for a couple of years so you're that's you, right. you understand Sorry. there are a lot of house concerts you you narrow it more down by having trop rock house concerts mm-hmm. and those are considered in the TRMA awards for a, a venue a, a, a house concert right. venue award uh, i'll say this habitat's been nominated every year they've been around well, there you I think that, that's how good it is and well there's a lot of good talk about them and yeah, that's right. why i'm going because their reputation is is of one of the fine one yeah. so that's and, why i'm going up there and i'm going because they support live musicians in the trop rock world cool <laughs> and because you have told me I'm going. <laughs> yeah, and I told you you were going. And listen, and what about a dish? Am I supposed? Do you bring a dish? You bring a dish? I think that would be interesting to see what dish Mayor Gonzo brings. Oh, I would bring something cool like jambalaya or something. You yeah. cook. You cook. I cook New Orleans music. I know you're good. New Orleans uh, food. I cook New Orleans music. <laughs> yeah. That's right. I'm cooking all the time. 
even when I'm not in the kitchen. You cooking when you backing up? I'm cooking when I'm backing up. That's right. So who? Oh wait, oh wait. So it's a donation at the door. Yeah, there's a little donation goes directly and to the, the musician. And the date of the concert is October the 25th, 2017, on a Wednesday, and the, and we will go directly from there to Port Ritchie for Pit Stop One's uh, beginning of their celebration Friday and Saturday. And okay, so it's sort of the kickoff before the kickoff at oh wow Ken and Heather's. Isn't okay, gonna be fun? that's going to be a lot of fun. Oh my gosh, I'm but, on the road at my age. But Lord who better than to ha- than to have the mayor of the, the honorary mayor of the Florida Keys and one of the top uh, live musicians, Scott Kirby, that is in Key West, right? To actually kick it off, huh? It's going to be fun. It'll be a nice little reunion there for Scott and myself. And give us a day or two of... Uh, Ooh, I got pictures of Scott Kirby and myself when he was on the Mayor Gonzo show. Scott was on the Mayor Gonzo I show know. when it was a TV show yeah. long ago. Well, sure so we've taken, we've taken a television show, called yeah. my TV show concept, yes. and we've just put it yes. into radio form. Yes, we have. And it's... Going pretty good from what we what what we're hearing. All I can tell you is that the uh, trop rock music fans, the parrot heads, the folks that uh, really love the music and the uh, Key West quirky stuff, the atmosphere down there, they love your show. The all everything has been positive, except for one time when you mentioned O.J. Simpson. <laughs> Back to your National Enquirer days. You know, so a lot of there's a lot of innocent people listening to this show <laughs> and don't know that you were with the National Enquirer. Oh, that's probably true. And then, I don't go around spreading that around, but that's true. But you know, you had you still had your Mississippi Southern charm and innocence out there in Hollywood, didn't you? Well, certainly, I have my I still have my innocence in Key West. <laughs> There's no such thing. That, didn't somebody write a book, Loss of Innocence? No, but I'm going to tell you, you know, I have never, <laughs> ever been painted in the nude. Been painted nude. No, 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 no. So, no, we've already done that. Oh, no, we haven't done a commercial yet. We haven't done a commercial I, yet? I just pointed to a commercial here. It's commercial time because we, tell this you, is our first I'll segment. Tell you, yeah, you. the first segment after we've been traveling quite a bit. I'm exhausted, but I'm having fun. Okay. All right, let's listen to it. For some of that little burn, that pesky little burn beneath the damn panty line there that you get down on the nude beach. So, if your thong is doing you wrong, red snapper sad. Yes, red snapper sad. Hi, I'm Larry Brown. I play the part of Larry Brown in the Rusty McHugh Show. And I've been using Red Snapper Sad now for two and a half weeks. It has tightened my buttocks and my midriff. I could not be happier. And we have a letter here from a lady out of uh, Sydney, Australia. Miss Sarah Hawkins says it's killing her ticks and fleas. And we're just excited. Now, we've known for a long time that it'll restore an automobile finish to its original luster. So for all of your ointment needs and more, it's Red Snapper Sad. Cause when your drawers is rubbing you raw, red snapper sad comes out quick, goes on smooth, a stick for the chick and a two for, for the, the dudes. dudes. Quick as a week, you'll be back in the pink with red snapper sad. I want. To skip Welcome back, and thank you for being here. Our next, we're going to talk about 
destination Florida Keys reader response, which I'm looking forward to, and I just can't imagine, but it's always something pretty cool. Harry T., what? Is there a question for me today uh, regarding Damn the Carnations Full Speed Ahead? There happens to be one, but not... Just one. Just one, and it's not about the book in a direct quote or direct Hmm. chapter. Hmm. It's about a... It is about a review. A review? Yes. That's interesting. This is from a recent book review by Mark Hanover, and and I quote, Become absorbed by the quirky side of Key West in Mayor Gonzo's anthology of short stories, Damn the Carnations, Full Speed Ahead. I'm reading it very slow because you uh, obviously uh, have people that make reviews of your book. But the direct question is, which is your favorite short story? Which is my favorite short story? Mm -hmm. Which one? I kind of like them all, of course, because <clears throat> I had to narrow them down through a ton of short stories to to embellish. But I think my favorite one is Little Urn on the Prairie. Little yeah. Urn on the Prairie. Little Urn on the Prairie. That ah. is chapter something in the, in the Carnations. <laughs> but you, you, you might want to set up. Well, you exactly. Know. Why don't you set, set it up because you know it. that's one of your favorite stories as well. <laughs> so you set it up and then I'll come back in. Um, I will tell you this: uh, Intestinal Fortitude, and uh, the uh, by Mayor Gonzo was uh, on. I guess it was on display in Little Urn on the Prairie. To set it up, she had been given the assignment, according to her, that she had been given the assignment by the National Enquirer to get a picture of Michael Landon from uh, Little House on the Prairie and Bonanza fame, and to get a picture of him in the funeral home on the slab for the magazine, like they did with Elvis, which was wasn't that, that the number one selling National Enquirer That's magazine right, of all times? Yes, the cover had Elvis. Elvis's uh, photo on the slab, or he no, was dead in a, in coffin. a coffin. Yeah, uh, yeah Elvis in a coffin. But this would have been maybe even better than that. This is Michael Landon in the funeral home. So she had to snap on and act. Now, she was in Hollywood, by the way. This was a Jewish funeral home in Hollywood, as it turns out. And she, uh, by the way, you're from where? (laughs) Originally from the Mississippi coast. Uh, Jewish funeral homes are rare there. So how you did this, I don't know. So can you just kind of, I've set up where, now and what, and whatever. You've got an assignment to get a picture of Michael Landon there in the funeral home, and go. Well, sheesh. You know, I'm trying to stick. Why I'm is it trying your favorite? To, I'm and trying no. to put an assignment into a nutshell here. Okay. So, uh, why is it my favorite? It's my favorite because I think I was most desperate at this point in Hollywood. Cool. And um, I had a watch that was twenty. That was probably twenty five thousand dollars and the so the the director of the funeral home told me to come back tomorrow which was a sunday he said you owned a watch that was what well i owned a watch that was twenty five thousand dollars but i won't own it for long oh i'm going to lose this watch in the little urn in the prairie story and uh but anyway so the director of the funeral home says for me to go back and talk to my sweet aunt and her jewish husband uncle abe and 
don't come back any day come back any day but never on a sunday because the why they're closed on sunday what day did you come back sunday (laughs) (laughs) so i pulled up there and i freshened my breath and i took another hit of my coffee and i put it down and i walked up there was one car and it was um oh my gosh what do you metallic and this was just blinding your eyes i had a headache and my you know it was all pounding and i went up and knocked at the door hold on for the record, do you have a Jewish Uncle Abe? I do not. That's This is probably the most shameful thing I've ever done in tabloid business, is told us fib. I, want, I don't even like to say the word lie, because I don't like that. And... Uh, <laughs> So you're at the door. This the what happened? So I knock at the door, and when it opened, it was a man who it was a security guard who filled the frame. Literally, <laughs> he was huge, but he was pudgy. He was pudgy, huge, you know. Oh, oh. And he, he had fluffy. his he was fluffy, not stuffy. He had his belt on, you know. He had his all of his security gear on and stuff like that. But what are you guarding up in there? Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no jewelry or so anything what? up in there. So, so so I told him, and he looked down at me, and I looked up at him. And uh, and I told him, I said, sir, I'm from the National Enquirer. And he just started to do a little bit of a jig there, like, ooh. And they started saying, ooh, I knew you'd come. I knew the National Enquirer would come. And so I told him, I said, well, I need to get a picture of Michael Landon on the slab. Or Michael Landon, and he says, he says, well, and I said, but I'm going to pay you for your time, and and I had a pocket full of hundred dollar bills, and he pointed out, he says, I really like that watch you're wearing. Oh, that's where the watch was. Can I have that watch you're wearing? And I went, I didn't really want to give it to him, but I just slipped that old Rolex right on off my arm and handed it to him. So this is still your favorite story, even though you get lost a watch. Go even ahead. though I lost a watch, yeah. So you must have really hit a home run with the National Enquirer, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, this one was a big home run. So for the sake of time. So the man <laughs> says to me, as I'm following him, and he's fiddling with his gadget, his new gadget, you know, and, I'm, and he's looking down, and I'm just looking from room to room. I mean, the smell of... The funeral home just permeated with flowers. It was almost Ooh, sickening. You yeah. know what I'm talking about? It's and so sweet. It's, I guess. Huh? Yeah, a little formaldehyde was going on. And, no, I don't know. Formaldehyde, the Jewish, according to this cemetery, they only, they in turn. Mm-hmm. Ashes? They, it's oh, ashes. Yeah, oh, it's it was, ashes. It's a crematory. It's too. a crematory. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I was trying to figure out what this story was a long time ago. Yeah. And uh, anyway, so he opens. He turn. He opens the door, and it's a closet. And I'm thinking to myself, Oh my God, it's a closet. Why they do not have Michael Landon in a closet? So I thought he was going to push me in and lock the door and then call the LAPD. Oh, you know what I'm talking about? With your watch. With a watch. With and his watch. And with his new watch. <laughs> and he's got me held captive in a closet, a broom closet. And a little, well, a little bit later he says to me, I wouldn't go into the dark. And he said, I said, so you've got Michael Landon in there in a, in a broom closet? And he said, yes, he's the third urn, second urn on, the, on a row, third urn from the top, blah, blah, blah. And I walked in, and he turned on the light. Oh, no. And it was, that's the little urn on the prayer. They had cremated Michael Landon. I couldn't get my watch back because I didn't specify to the man Certainly. on the slab. Did you shoot a photo says, of the urn? Uh, well, of course I did. I had to prove that Michael Landon was indeed cremated. Oh, I didn't know they cremated 
the Jewish faith? I didn't know. <laughs> well, that's our reader response question this week, and it's based upon a review about your favorite story. So, so I can see where you could have possibly even been picked up as a uh, actress in Hollywood there, as good of a job as you did there in that uh, Jewish funeral home. Well, you know, they, the old saying, and it's true, yeah. desperation breeds inspiration. Yeah, that's true. That's it true. is true. Well, that were, was that. I've had a lot of career? lightning strikes from being desperate. Yes, well, you know, getting into prison said. and getting Pete Rose out, uh, yeah. getting a photo of Pete Rose in the first story, that, the only story during that time. That was from desperation. Eh? When he refused everyone else, he just refused to give any uh, reviews, any uh, I, interviews. What, Harry? To end this segment, could I possibly ask you what you think? Working directly for from the celebrity desk, not counting Pete Rose and this little urn thing was not a success, but it was, I'm sure, uh, a good experience. What was your most <laughs> successful story out there? Did you have a front page story in the National Enquirer that someone may recognize? Well, that would be the Pete Rose story. No, no, before Pete Rose, but no, not counting Pete Rose. Oh, not counting Pete Rose. I, I know my favorite one from the National Enquirer. And I remember this from from when I met you. Was that, it on the cover? You know what they when they pointed to you when I first met you, they said, you know, you look at the, her. She's the one that wore fifty thousand bees on her face for the National Enquirer. Oh yeah, wasn't that the most yeah, successful? Yeah, but, but it was a hundred thousand. Oh, it was a hundred thousand. It was a dollar, and they paid me a dollar a bee on top of my salary. I was paid a dollar a bee, but then I couldn't for an entire week. I couldn't wear deodorant, perfume, oh, wow. makeup. Uh, couldn't drink anything. They said because when you sweat. You will give off the scent of a flower that needs pollinating, and they will sting you. They'll yeah. go into a stinging frenzy and, and possibly sting hey, you to death. You know what? That's another story. Maybe we'll have a reader response about that. But that's not in Damn the Carnation's Full Speed Ahead. That's actually in some of your other articles you've written for magazines, right? Yes, but you know, I believe there's some photos in the Damn the Carnations oh, in the it? center of the book. There are some bee beard photos. Huh? That may have a oh, bee beard photo in it. Nice, you know? nice, 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 yeah. nice. All Damn right. the Carnations, full speed ahead. That's right. Away from the edge of the universe. Once in a blue moon comes a book like no other. It's been written and it's titled Damn the Carnations, Full Speed Ahead. A book of true, fast moving, humorous adventures by Sammy Mays. That's Sammy with an I E M A Y S dot com. The author of Pirate Night Before Christmas. It's all right there in the title Damn the Carnations. Full speed ahead. Voted best read in the Florida Keys. I want to skip it. Welcome back, friends. And a big thank you to our sponsors, Flying Fisherman Sunglasses and LaFay Cigars. And thanks to Dam uh, Destination Florida Keys, Key West, for this segment of the show that features unique people and interesting places from around the Florida Keys. But first, if you will... Join me on the website, DestinationFloridaKeys.com, and locate my double red page scratch and sniff spread while you listen to Mac Meadows' Peace, Love, and Sandy Feet. I 
wish you peace, love, and sandy feet Tanned bodies and margaritas Roll up a bomber and life tea sweet With peace, love, and sandy feet Peace, love, and sandy feet Life is tight in a business suit Breath right out of you Got to escape those city streets They ain't nothing but cold concrete I wish you peace, love, and sandy feet Tanned bodies and margaritas Roll up a bomber and light a sweet Love and send me feet Peace, love and send me feet Come on, baby, now we're gonna go Where the tropic breezes blow Palm trees sway in the summer sun Make sweet love when the day is done here and that was Mac Meadows from Key Largo peace love and sandy feet I wish you all peace love and sandy feet yep me too by the way mayor that's the first time that song's been played on radio A1A on any show I think that's what I understand it's a brand new spanking new new song new release I love them yeah, good job. Good love. Love it. Peace, love, and sandy feet. Mag Meadows And we Key had the Largo. opportunity to go see him live at the Fish House Encore in Key Largo. He plays it also. Jimmy Johnson's uh, Big, Big Chill. Chill. Yep. <laughs> he, he, I guess, for a Key Largo troubadour, he's the number one. In my opinion, he is. I'm sorry that for, to everybody else. But <laughs> for Trop Rock, uh, he well, is. Let, let's, this segment is Destination Florida Keys in Key West. And this segment of the show features unique people in interesting places from around Key West and the Florida Keys. Good. And 
I want to talk to you a little bit about destination because it deserves more than just having a title. You got to imagine this whole thing is a huge entity. It the publishers first of all are the hardest working publishers in showbiz. <laughs> I've had a lot of publishers and I've had a lot yeah. of editors in my life and they're the ones that have stuck with me the longest. All Mm-hmm. So you would rank them up there with your appearances in People Magazine, Sports Illustrated oh, Magazine, absolutely. the That's Miami right. Herald. I will tell Chicago you that, Tribune, Washington Post, Time Magazine. In this day and age with magazines going, uh, their readership dropping in to the Internet and that sort of thing, you still work with a magazine that publishes a beautiful, slick Put in your hands type of magazine, right? right? right. In your hand, but it's gorgeous. Where do they find that magazine? It's gorgeous. Where could they find? It? The magazine can be picked up in any room in the Florida Keys. Uh, it any is room. a room. Any hotel room. Oh, a hotel, any of the hotel rooms. Any of the hotel rooms. It has been sanctioned by the Hotel Association of the QS and the Florida Keys as the in-room visitor's guide to tell you what you where what's going on, where you need to go, what you need to do. You know, plan your budget out. You can plan your budget out around this uh, oh, magazine, that, around ah. Destination, Florida Keys, Key West. So that's what's cool. You can also go online. You don't have to wait to get one in your hand. You can go online yeah. to Destination, Florida Keys. Dot com. Nice. That's destination, FloridaKeys.com. Yeah. And it's, it's also Key West. And, but yeah, very cool magazine. And I have my, they were cool enough to let me put my double red page scratch and sniff centerfold. Every time you tell someone that, they look at you and go, spread? But do they scratch and sniff it? They sure <laughs> do. So that's always that's always fun to watch people when they have one of the magazines in hand. You go, oh, turn to my page, my page, my page, and scratch and sniff. They go, scratch. Yeah. Well, what does it smell like? Well, smell yours. Well, never mind. Yeah, exactly. It smells it's, like a magazine. You it's, it could smell like anything. It could smell like a cigar. It could smell well, it like could. paper. It could smell like ham hock i don't know well in that magazine you are and everywhere in media on television on the the tourist channel whatever they call you the honorary mayor and you inherited that from who captain tony and guess what what captain tony's opens today after hurricane (gasps) irma today's the day today is the day they open their doors and start serving beer again oh my it looks the same to me (laughs) but okay i'm sure everybody needed a little vacation this may have been a vacation for everybody it probably was but i'm not for everyone now because i know some people had a really hard go of it well wasn't so easy on me either but uh, did you know i actually know captain tony yourself I did. Captain Tony, I was supposed to be the mother of his 13th child, which... I've never heard this one. Okay, folks. I've heard a lot of stories from Mayor Gonzo, but you were what? I was to be the mother of his 13th child. The third... Captain Tony... Was there some... It was just some significance to the number 13. There. I'm not really sure. I think it's all just in timing. You know people. Timing is everything. I think it was a pickup trick. Could be, but he still asked. The pickup trick was, "Hey, how would you like to be the mother of my thirteenth child?" Mm. Captain Tony was always trying to. Was he really in person a smooth type of person? You know, he was wrinkled from his uh, top tip of his hair to the tip of his toenails. He was like Popeye the Sailor Man. Oh, cool! You know, what you know, good, Captain Tony analogy. was Captain Tony was. T- 
tough and just he looked like he was always hard as a rock and yeah. suntanned and it didn't matter he was captain tony we expected the wrinkles and the yeah. in the in the, the hard li- and, and the, the hard living and, yeah. and the, you know and the whiskey i mean if he was all smooth and stuff who would he be i mean he wouldn't be captain tony well you're all smooth and stuff yeah <laughs> i do look kind of good don't i you know i have to, I have to i've seen escapades of you from 30 years ago and you look the same what how do you do that get out of here no, for real no 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 everybody take a look at those b-beard pictures what year were the b-beard pictures oh my gosh i don't know i think maybe 93 yeah late 93 december november 93 for the december last week issue and 1993. It was the last week of 1993. It was 24, 25 years ago. Really? Seriously? Are you just sucking up to me? What no, is ma'am. going on? That no. is the nicest compliment then. Where did you get bit by a bee? Oh, well, close to my hoodle doodle deedle deedle. So the bee beard, the bee man tells me, uh, the expert who is ca- who carries the bees into L.A. to the honey company of all things. Uh, we were doing the stunt at the uh, honey company in L.A. And the bee beard comes, the bee man comes in with his 100,000 bees in this little tiny box. And it uh, looked like a top of a little shoe shine box, you know. And uh, here she goes, folks. Well, she's, you know, on, she's on a roll. I'm going to let her tell. I had gone tell my story. whole entire week without any perfume or any, <laughs> without any, without any alcohol, without any deodorant, with nothing. Just had to come in there straight, and I had to come in there. Had already been sweating to get any smells of, uh, you know, of um, sweetness out of my system. And they oh, I couldn't. I mean, I couldn't even have any orange juice, you know, because I'd give off the scent of a flower that needed pollinating. And they said, when you sweat, you will give off that scent, and you will sweat. Well, can I ask you a personal question and back to the original subject? Yes, please get me back. Were you pollinated by Captain Tony? I was pollinated by a bee (laughs) in my crotch, and the and the bee beard man says, the bee beard man says, he says, if you get stung by a bee. Let me know without raising your arms or opening your mouth. Yes. You let me know, and we will um, we'll have to remove the stinger. Oh. Within 90 seconds, or the rest of the bees will go automatically into a stinging frenzy, and they will kill you. So... I was and I and I thought the whole time I was being stung to death. They were, you know, it was a bee beard stung, and they were on my face, and it felt like my face was being electrocuted. All their little wires coming out of their bodies and wow. stuff were touching my chin and my Ooh, under my nose yeah. and my arms. And I kept fe- going, "Okay, is this is this what being stung feels like?" And then all of a sudden, I was popped between the legs, <laughs> and I went, "No, that's a sting." Yes, yeah, so the man's up in there trying to get the bee thing, oh. trying to get the stinger removed. And I'm going, not the crotch, not the crotch. It was just below the crotch, you okay, know. But right. he was up and digging around in the crotch. I can imagine. <laughs> Pit- just pitiful. Folks, you're listening to Mayor Gonzo Mays. This is the Mayor Gonzo Show. Captain Tony. Oh, back to Captain Tony. Bless his heart, man. He lived a rough life, but boy, he was he was worshipped. He well. loved his life. Are you kidding? He loved it. He was, a, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So more more about your Well, you know what? I never, you know, I never planned to wear his shoes at all because no one could step into Captain Tony's shoes. So I have to just wear my own shoes, do my own thing, be who I am. I know you've never referenced him most. I mean, you have here on the show, you will talk about it, but you don't 
you don't use his name to for marketing purposes no. or self promotion or that sort of thing. No, I don't do that. No, I don't do that. Captain Tony was Captain Tony, one of a kind. And if I do, you know, if I'm talking about Captain Tony, I'm talking about something special. Now they're going to talk about one of you. a kind. Well, maybe good or bad. <laughs> I didn't hear a lot of bad about Captain Tony. <laughs> now let me tell you what I just lay off OJ because I th- I hear his head. It was two oh eight. It was two oh eight December <laughs> December seventeenth that I was made the official honorary mayor of the Key West and the Florida Keys. Two thousand and eight. Two thousand eight. Yeah. Two thousand eight. Yeah, you said two oh eight. What? Yeah, that's like nine yeah. years ago. <laughs> just wanted to make sure y'all know I can do some mathematics, oh. basic mathematics. Oh, God. Anyway, this <laughs> this is great. Do this we, is the Destination Florida Keys magazine segment of the show, right? It is, and I love my Destination Florida Keys Key West friends and family. They're good to me. So, But you know what else is really good to me? What? Music. Yes. Trotmark music. Let's play that Rusty McHugh song. Yeah, Trash on the Beach. Okay, we'll play that right now. Cool. Listen to this. Uh, This is the legend himself, Mr. Rusty McHugh, and featuring Mike Fincher. Here we go. Another tug coming through. Another. Another lovely song about the people that visit us here in the summertime. Our sleazy little motel rooms, coconut smelling oils, mopeds, block traffic. Twice as much for gas as anywhere in America. We all know them as one, two, three. Well, now they're cruising slow, they're moving low, they got a heavy load. Muffler is a dragon slinging sparks out on the road. Beer cans out the windows, babies in the back. Mighty proud of that burnout Cadillac Lord, there's trash on this beach Trash on the beach Trash on the beach They're looking for fun The bumper to the bumper of the 231 Up and down the strip looking for a room Daddy's drunk and driving, Lord, he's got to sleep soon Two double beds are rolled away by the door Looks like the twins got to sleep on the floor Lord, there's trash on this beach Trash on the beach Trash on the beach They're looking for fun They're bumper to the bumper of the 231 
believe the way this vacation started off A junior climbed a dinosaur down at the Goofy Golf The twins started screaming, Mama Junior's gonna slip And Daddy whooped his belt up, oh, you've earned this whole trip Lord, that's trash on this beach Trash on the beach Trash on the beach They're looking for fun The bumper two for bumper up to 231 Vacation now, the money's all gone. We got to wire grandma for the cash to get home. We're at the Western Union, we're waiting on a wire. Jesus Christ, we got another flat tire. There's trash on this beach. Yes, there's trash on the beach. Trash on the beach. We're looking for fun. The bumper to the bumper up to 231. What's hot on A1A from Key Largo to Key West? It's TwistedPalmsTradingCo.com. One-stop shop for all things tropical. If you're a parrot head, beach bummer, just on the sunbank side, TwistedPalmsTradingCo.com has tropical apparel for men, women, boys and girls, plus feed freedom sandals, 40 pairs to choose from, freedom shorts, palm tree shirts, hit the waves with hot swimwear, bath and beach body products, and new exciting products added on. Before you check out at TwistedPalmsTradingCo.com, don't forget to get a good lay. Really, if it has to do with fun, sun, beach, and oceans, it's TwistedPalmsTradingCo.com. Hey there, Mac Meadows here, coming to you from Key Largo, Florida. I'm smiling in the islands, baby, and listening to Radio A1A. I want to skip it. Welcome back. And we're still here. <laughs> yeah, we, Hello, Harry T. Hey, Mayor Gonzo Mays. <laughs> the Mayor Gonzo Show, everybody. Isn't it great? <laughs> we just do our thing, you know, whatever we feel like talking about and whatever comes to mind, you know. It changes so fast here in the Florida Keys. Isn't it amazing how green everything's coming back from the burnout, the rust-colored bushes and trees and yeah this yeah and you know something um this segment is normally the spotlight on the keys but it is. the spotlight on the keys has somewhat changed a little bit and we're gonna you have decided this week that we're gonna shine the spotlight on tampa 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 bay brewing company to be more specific in the people of tampa bay just an amazing weekend. Girl, it was a it was a great weekend. I was so proud of you to represent Aww. the Florida Keys up there uh, in a in a event called Changes in Latitude, a benefit for the Florida Keys, the entire em- Keys emergency fundraiser. Yeah, an yeah. emergency fundraiser. In twenty one days, they put together uh, just a class event. Crazy, <laughs> and what a beautiful place. I mean, I'm so glad that I was able to be up there and, and support and tap dance a little bit and i always call tap dance smiling, <laughs> smiling with the people and shaking hands we saw you on stage <laughs> well maybe i was shaking something else you were shaking it all shaking. you had and so was radio a1a and so were your fans yeah we were having a great time but yeah what great people at tampa bay brewing company 
I mean, I had the VIP full access to that brewing company. There's no question about it, you did. David Doble is responsible. Yeah, he's one of the responsible. And then Mike. Yeah. Dyer, yeah, and, and then who and else? John Dogel, and uh, the those are partners, all partners. Well, actually, Mike is the uh, community uh, public relations. Yes, he's the community outreach person for the brewery, and he out he reached out to a couple of people who reached out to you and us, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden we're in the middle of probably one of the best best events I've ever been involved. Oh, in. Oh, it was Tampa Bay Brewing Company. It was That's Dorothy Bedlin who. Yeah. gave me a call and or something. I don't remember how it all happened. But. Well, Dorothy is the president of the Tampa Parrothead Club. Oh, is she president? Tampa Bay Parrothead Club. Yes. Well, I know she's my friend, but she don't brag like that. <laughs> no, she doesn't. <laughs> but you two had had some champagne and Ooh, some fun. and Champagne at the brewery, <laughs> at the beer brewery. And I'll have to admit, uh, Johnny Cash's song, I Walk the Line, mm-hmm. I know what it means now. <laughs> oh, right, right. She walked the line, Dorothy walked the line, and did a damn good job in high heels, flip-flops. With champagne and a glass champagne in her hand. Did she have a glass of champagne in her hand? She was waving going from one side to the other, but she stayed on that white line. White line? Well, no, white line fever is something completely different. That's what Experience what's is the best teacher. Yeah. <laughs> well, so what were we talking about? We are talking about... Uh, you had told me that you wanted to, instead of casting the spotlight on the Keys, as we we would do it on the Tampa Bay Brewing Company's Changes in Latitude, a benefit for the Florida Keys, and feature some of the things that happened to bring everybody up to date and share what, just what happened. Yeah, at the, the, the day of the event, it was Saturday, and... Uh, Gee, how many bars did they have open? Lots of them. As a matter of fact, and they have friend, a restaurant there too with oh. a full fledged with a full fledged liquor license. A, a full, uh, you can the get a brewery drink. itself. They had more stainless steel in that place than I've ever seen in my life, except on the battleship Mobile, the Alabama, the Alabama in Mobile, uh, in Mobile. <laughs> And that's how things things get twisted around. Well, I was very proud that they chose to uh, feature some of our trop rock musicians there uh, in the afternoon out on the patio. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Steve Hall was out there. Steve used mm-hmm. to live in Marathon and was actually deposed, displaced I, from the Keys. Oh, lost, oh, that's right. He lost his sailboat uh-huh. to, to Hurricane Let me, let me look. Yeah, Steve. Yeah, bless his heart. And then you also met Rudy Cox for the first time. Love Rudy Cox. Last call. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And you were on stage leading them as as everyone was upstanding mouthing the words. And he came over to me after the after you two did that up on stage, and he Mm -hmm. says, "I've never." This doesn't happen. I said, and I pointed to the radio uh, computer. I said, "That's people that listen to radio A1A." Yeah. And they sang along with the Well, he deserves it because he's so talented, Rudy is. I just love him. That's Rudy Cox. and So you're going to hear more from Rudy Cox in the show as we go along. Wasn't the Florida Keys Brewing Company there also? The, oh, and the Florida Keys Brewing Company. They I was up. surprised to see them. Yeah. Good for them. Yes. They showed up, and they were had special beers. Uh, I don't know if my favorite Weed Line Wheat was there. Oh, I think the Hibiscus was there, yeah. and they brought another, some more of their beer there, just to just to do their thing for the Florida Keys, oh. just to give back. Oh, man. Yeah, so that was Cheryl there, and I, I it was really great seeing Cheryl. She's, she and her husband own it, have a set of twins. Lordy me. Oh, they're a pile. I just can't even imagine. <laughs> I can't even hardly take care of myself, much less twins. Well, then something very special happened. What was that? One of our sponsors on Radio A1A, one of our fine, fine sponsors, Ecuador USA Roses Direct. That's right. 
had a special surprise delivery of 100 roses, which you and your admin, your your little staff, Becky Cox, Becky, uh, and handed out, and the, the faces of the ladies, they loved them, didn't oh, they? My. Oh, that was so nice of Ecuador. USA. USAroses.com. So nice of them. EcuadorUSAroses.com, Mayor Gonzo. Oh, Lord. More. Okay, everybody, write this down because you're going to want to get your roses here. I promise you. For $135. That's cheap. (laughs) What? But it's Ecuador. USA Roses Direct.com. Say it one more time. Ecuador USA Roses Direct.com. Yep. So there was a hundred of them waiting in this vast cooler. But I'm going to tell you, I would rather, when I went into the cooler to check the colors to make sure that they were key lime green and Caribbean blue, and uh, Becky Cox and I, we walked in there and opened up the package, and uh, along with Stuart, Stuart Mills, one of the co owners. He's a Brit. Yeah, he's a Brit. Yeah, we had a long talk. So I'll, I'll tell you what, uh, but go ahead with about the roses. I want to talk about Stuart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got into this vast cooler. I've never seen a cooler so big. I mean, it was huge. I can't even, I just can't even, you know, uh, describe how huge it is because they got to put all those beers and all that stuff in there. And from the restaurant, it was just vast. You couldn't even see the bag. But anyway, so we were opening them up and then that freezing cold wind hit me and the door closed <laughs> and i panicked uh, you know I, and i decided then and there i would rather die hot than die cold, freezing to death and oh, to really freeze to death yeah. well thank you for sharing that lovely <laughs> message with your listeners <laughs> well it just happened this weekend because if what would have happened if nobody would have heard my banging and screaming i think they would have heard you i don't know there was a lot of partying going on out there that is a point that I wanted you to point out that that place from outside, inside, wet restaurant, brewery, uh, VIP room, and out in the oh, main, the room, yeah. there was a party going on everywhere. Yeah, yeah, and all the little and all the little nooks and crannies. There were groups, and the ladies had roses in their hands. The gentlemen had beers, and the ladies had cocktails, and you had champagne. Yeah, had champagne. go to a brewery. I started. <laughs> wait a minute. I started with beer. That's what he doesn't know. Oh, okay. I started. With beer, and I ended the night with champagne, and uh, well, I in- started the mid middle of the whole thing and oh. put the champagne with and with Dorothy Bedlam. She was <laughs> she was part of the uh, crew there that day. You know right, something? I know we've had a great time today, but it's almost time to go, Mary. No Gunson. way! Oh yeah, and you know what? You oh. picked out a special song for our last song that was featured there at the. Changes in latitude. Rudy Cox's Last Call. Let's hear it. Last Call. Last call. 
great Hurricane parties, we learned about rum And sometimes it's sink or swim When the wind starts blowing and the party starts going It's best just to find you a friend Last call Thank you, listeners, for joining us. And remember to tune in here each week, same time, same place, for our live broadcast from Key West and the fabulous Florida Keys on award-winning radio, A1A. Next week, the Maragonzo Show will feature new musical artists, Kiki Beach, Key Lime Pie Martini, the official drink of Key West and the Florida Keys, and more unique Florida Keys people and places to share with you from Destination, Florida Keys, and Key West, Florida's number one visitor's guide. Another Maragonzo may spotlight on the keys and reader responses from that dad blamet book. Damn the carnations full speed ahead. Well, that's my cue to skedaddle, folks. Thanks for stopping by. And the next time you're doing absolutely nothing, remember to drink responsibly. And cue. Well, thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Mr. Donnie Brewer, for our opening and closing of the show. James T. Slater, Rusty McHugh. Who else? Let's see. Matt Meadows, Matt Hoggett. Hoggett. We're going, still going. I'm going to take a speech class for that. Rudy Cox and James T. Slater. And to all the sponsors, you know, and the rest of the sponsors, you know who you are. And if you'd like to sponsor the Maragonzo Show, remember to contact RadioA1A.com. That's bigger than the hole in my net. A good bottle of rum, a fine Cuban cigar. Life will take care of the rest. Give me a Key West address. <laughs>